Good morning, podcast. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And today, on this Wednesday morning, we're talking about meal plans for the win. Now, sitting down on a Sunday for an hour or so and planning out your meals for the week doesn't sound like the most fun thing to do. It isn't. However, it's a lot more fun than going into full panic mode at 6.30 p.m. on a Wednesday because you have no idea what to make for dinner. Meal plans can take a lot of stress out of eating throughout the week. They can save you money because you're less likely to order takeout if you have a plan. And as part of your plan, you can map out how you're going to use leftovers. So you're using everything to the max. In this uh, episode, I'm going to explain my thoughts on how to build a usable and practical meal plan. I'm going to go through a meal plan that I've written. And at the end of it, you can go to howtonotburnshit.com. And there's actually a downloadable meal plan you can get. So you can kind of map out your week. All right, let's get into it. So first things first, what makes a good meal plan? A good meal plan shouldn't be repetitive. Each meal should stand alone. But if possible, use elements from previous meals to prevent waste. A good meal plan is based on two or three large meals, the components of which can be used to make other meals. It's okay to use the same ingredients and leftovers as long as you're using them in a new way. No one wants to eat spaghetti and meat sauce three or four days in a row, but if you can add a few ingredients to the sauce and change its flavor and use that in a different dish, no one will even notice. Okay, so let's go through my meal plan. Monday, roasted chicken with rice, roasted vegetables, and Greek salad. If we take a look at Monday, we can see roasted chicken with rice, roasted vegetables, Greek salad. It's a pretty straightforward meal. The chicken and vegetables get roasted in the oven with some olive oil, salt, and pepper, maybe even some oregano. The rice is very basic, keep it simple, and the Greek salad is, well, it's Greek salad. Ideally, this would be a whole roasted chicken, which would lead to a bunch of leftovers. Make extra salad and vegetables and mix them together with a bit of chicken for lunch the next day. Tuesday. On Tuesday, we have chicken fried rice with vegetable stir-fry. The reason we kept the rice plain on Monday was so we could use it to make fried rice on Tuesday. Some rice, peas, carrots, onions, celery... Uh, Pulled chicken, egg, and soy sauce makes a delicious and simple fried rice. Add some stir-fried vegetables on the side, and you have yourself a full meal. Fried rice stores well in the fridge and reheats well for a delicious lunch. Now, by Wednesday, there isn't going to be much meat left on the chicken from Monday, but that doesn't mean it's garbage. On Wednesday, we take the chicken carcass and make a stock. This is done by simmering the chicken leftovers in water with a bit of onion, celery, and carrot. And if you have to work, it's fine. You can do this in the slow cooker. After a few hours, or you know, when you get home, you strain the chicken stock, saving the liquid and picking off the, picking any meat off the bones that we can. From there, we discard the bones and the carrot, onion, and celery, and we use the liquid to make a vegetable soup. We add the now twice-cooked chicken bits in at the very end and serve this with grilled cheese and dinner's done. Probably some leftovers for lunch, too. On Thursday, we start over. All the leftovers are gone from Monday, so we got to start from the beginning. So we make a meat sauce. You can do this in the slow cooker, too, and have it with spaghetti, squash, and Caesar salad. Instead of spaghetti, have spaghetti, squash, and then you get some vegetables. And then the next day, when we have another pasta, you won't feel so pasted out. Um, and obviously, you can serve this with garlic bread as well, which would be really good. And if you make extra salad and keep the dressing off of it, you can have it for lunch the next day. On Friday... We have a spicy penne pasta bake with garden salad. We repurpose the meat sauce by adding some chili and maybe even some sausage or lentils. We mix this with cooked penne pasta, put it in a casserole dish, top it with cheese, breadcrumbs, maybe some oregano, and we bake it. Serve this with garden salad. It's not going to taste the same 
as it did on Thursday. On Saturday, we have a vegetarian chickpea curry with rice and naan bread. Something a little different to break up the flavors of the week and kind of like the only real standalone meal. Sunday, we have pork roast with applesauce, mashed potatoes, and vegetables. Now, finally on Sunday, we make a big meal of pork roast. The idea here is that we can use that pork for the next two or even three days. If it's bone and pork roast, we can use the bone to make soup on the third or fourth day. Lots and lots of leftovers. That's the name of the game. Conclusion. Meal planning isn't a difficult thing to do. It does, have, it does take some time and some creativity, but it is worth it in the end. Imagine if you didn't have to spend Thursday evening stressing about what we're going to have for dinner. Imagine how much money and time you can save. It makes it seem worth it, doesn't it? So if you go to howtonotburnshit.com, at the very bottom of this post, it's titled the same as this, as this podcast episode, um, you'll see a little link that says download, and that'll download the PDF of the meal plan for you. So if you'd like to, you can make your own meal plans. And I, I highly recommend you try it for a week or two, because I really think that you'll be surprised at how efficient it is. And if you have any questions about it, you can contact me on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash Ben Kelly Cooks, on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, or of course, you can email me from one of the websites. Um, that's it. I hope that you have a fantastic Wednesday. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. Tomorrow's Thursday. That means it's Food History Day, and I believe I'm doing the brief history of ham. We're going ham. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.